When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Duck Insight. This is Welcome to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. Thanks for joining us across the Oregon IMG Sports Network. We're broadcasting live from the Duck Store today here in the Mashovsky Center, Otson Stadium. You can see from the Mo, the Casanova Center, Hatfield Dallin Complex as well. And a lot to talk about here on the show today. A couple of additions to the men's basketball and women's basketball schedules. We'll tell you about that in just a little bit. Some Oregon football news. Tony Brooks-James, Jake Pasarczyk, A.J. Hotchkins all suited up. Back in action today, that's a good sign. Ducks a little bit dinged up, trying to get healthier as the season now moves into the end of October and into the crunch time of November. We'll take your Facebook comments and questions over the course of the show today. For those of you that are live with us in the 1 o'clock hour, we've got to talk about Utah. Get some thoughts on this Utes team from the offensive side of the ball for the Ducks. We're going to hear from Mario Cristobal, co-offensive coordinator for the run game, and... 
We're going to hear from Marcus Arroyo, the co-offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, and the passing game coordinator for the Ducks as well. He talks a lot about Braxton Burmeister and the growth that he's seen today. We've got that for you coming up in just a moment. Elsewhere on the show, Robert Johnson, head coach, Oregon Track and Field, is going to join us. Talk about the season so far, some of his outstanding student-athletes, and the fact that the Pac-12s, are at home this year. The cross-country Pac-12 championships are on Friday, and it's right here in town at the Springfield Golf Course. It's the home course for the Ducks, and it's going to be broadcast live on Pac-12 Networks, which is pretty cool to see the cross-country championships live. I think it's a big step forward for the sport, and I'm curious to hear what Robert Johnson has to say about that coming up. He'll join us in about 10 minutes or so. We're going to talk about the offensive line with Mario Cristobal. Also, Oregon Volleyball head coach Matt Ulmer will be with us on the program today as well. Some more news and notes to get to. We will talk a little bit about the men's basketball, women's basketball teams coming up, but I do want to have enough time to get to Marcus Arroyo, the Oregon quarterback coach, talking about Braxton Burmeister before we get a chance to chat with Robert Johnson. So, Today before practice, Marcus Arroyo talking about Braxton Burmeister's growth, what the Ducks can do against Utah to get him going, and give an update on that position. Marcus Arroyo meeting with the media today. What, what development did you see from Braxton Stanford game to UCLA game? Uh, you know, they're going back and just seeing, the, you could just see a little more confidence. Um, confidence and a little bit a little calmer in certain situations. Um, there were some, uh, some improved pocket development. Um, that you can see. You're not going to see it on every rep sometimes. You just got to find those one or two instances where you can really see where something like putting a rush in front of them in practice can develop into an explosive play for Charles on a play action, you know, in the red zone and really standing in there and seeing it a little better. Um, one example, you know. Um, yeah, you guys put a pass rush against him in seven on seven last week, right, in practice? So you feel yeah, like that's I think, yeah, I think we talked about uh, some of the things we could do in practice that, that kind of uh, – you do maybe a spring development, you know, with certain guys. You can't make the quarterback live. Obviously, we're not, that, we're not uh, you know, unfortunately can't, can't do that. But, um, you know, what we want these we can do is kind of build some things that are more game mode. And I think making a 7-on-7 seven seven, a team pass and putting guys in front of them with a rush is something that, that we've all done in the past. We feel like, you know, that, that's going to be one thing that we can do. And, and again, you're in a eight-hour rule in meetings and you're in a, you know, regular fall camp. You're not in a spring development phase. So you really got to find just a couple things. You can't do it all. There's just not enough time. But that's one example. Yeah, I think that's going to pay dividends. When, when Justin does come back, what, what then do you guys do with Braxton after that? Like once he's kind of back up? Going back to San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> no, we get we move we move forward. Braxton stays right in the mix, and I think he just continues to continues to move on. I mean, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right now, Braxton's rolling, and uh, we're good to go. He's run the ball quite often. How how has his reads progressed? And do you like? Are you comfortable with him taking the amount of hits he's he's getting? running the football uh the first part uh yeah i think one of his one of the things he does well is he's able to he he's pretty dynamic with his feet at times you know he can create some second chances and and create some good stuff in the run game um he's done a good job with the meshes so far i wouldn't say great there's still some things that are examples of hard to bring to life you know the speed and being able to be hit um i can't hit him and i'll try my best here an individual but um, ramping the speed up in a game environment with a defensive end and all the different ways they can do it, mesh charge, squeeze, scrape, all these kind of uh, advanced lyrics, I guess, for, for what trying to get done. He's doing a good job. Um, taking hits. No, we've got to do – quarterback's got it. We've, we've talked about it. I mean, it goes all well back to fall camp. We had the slip and slide out there. you got to take – got to take – 
take, take as many hits off yourself as you can. It's already a fizzle enough game at this level now. Um, reducing hits is, I think, a course of maturing. I think if you look back, just, there's times the, Justin's gotten better at it this year. And last year, there was times I know I watched film, I came and I said, hold on, you can't take hits like this. Um, this is going to wear over time, you know. And so uh, we would like him to, to lessen those uh, Lessen those chances to take those those blunt force traumas. You know, yeah. like Justin to do anything to help these guys along, or what's kind of his role as he gets healthy? Yeah, I think Justin Justin's been great. He's obviously there. He's in every meeting. He's at he's in the practice. He's at the games. Uh, anything he can do um, as a leader of this team to help us is, is great. How's Braxton like during meetings? During when you're going over film, what's his temperament like? Is he disappointed in himself, or is he just eager to learn? He's engaged. That's probably the best way. He's engaged. I think he's engaged in seeing things. He wants to know what are the things I can fine-tune. He wants to see uh, my job is to show, obviously, the things you're doing well in the development, um, critique the things that we can get a little better at, and obviously uh, try to eliminate the ones that are that are detrimental to us. And I think that he's every week come in and now going into the week th- third week to start and say, hey, what are some more things? And uh, his attitude's been great. Is this something that has to keep moving gradually, or will it just click one day, you think? Uh, I think for the most case, historically at the quarterback position, it's a gradual climb. You know, I mean, there's usually there's no uh, there's no aha moment early on. You know, I mean, um, for the guys who just show up on the scene, those guys, a la Baron Rodgers or guys like that, where all of a sudden now they go to start and they're, they're great. Those guys were back for six, seven years behind Hall of Fame guys. They were still there developing whether they're playing or not. That's that's at the elite level. Um, but I think a gradual climb at the quarterback positions, pretty standard, pretty standard. Um, we just got to put enough things around them to help them out. Explosive plays you guys have been lacking uh, the last couple of weeks. How important is it to get those when you know it's a little bit more difficult with Braxton out there to sustain drives? No, I don't say again. I don't think explosive plays number one are a big part of our offense. It's it's a it's a analytical thing that stands out now in today's football that you got to win it. If you win the explosive play battle, all of a sudden your win percentage goes up. Our guys know that. We talk about it exponentially. Uh, and it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. It doesn't matter who's playing wideout. We need to find those explosive plays. Um, those help us. Um, we can't just say because Braxton's playing, there's no, that's, that's not it. We're over that. Move forward. Let's get on to the next deal. we got to find ways to create those. And guys have to make plays to help everybody. Uh, it's 11 guys. You got to preach patience to these receivers. I mean, like Breland will go a week and not have a catch, and Schooler went to tell them that, hey, your moment may be coming, just stay in it. No, I mean, we don't preach all of a sudden, you know, if we're having to baby guys because they're not getting all the touches they want, then we're not doing enough stuff culturally. We're doing enough stuff culture. Coaches put in the, the culture of our group is the team, the team, the team. It, our guys are all going to, they need to understand their role, you know, and our role sometimes is to get somebody else open in a certain coverage. We can't control what coverage they're in. Um, and we can control who's targeted, but I think those guys have been great. Everyone's been great as far as the touches they get. Um, we just got to go out and create. How special is it to have a 5,000-yard uh, running back on your team? Awesome. I don't think I don't think that anybody's gonna be mad about having Royce on the team. Um, those are backs have done a great job, and again, we're gonna ride with them because those are our strength of our deep. That's Marcus Arroyo, co-offensive coordinator for the Ducks, quarterbacks, tight ends, the passing game coordinator as well. All right, now. We always know that Oregon football is about speed. The guy that knows a lot about speed is Robert Johnson, head coach, Oregon track and field, joining us. All right, coach, i got to send a break, and then it's all things Pac-12 championships for you guys. You ready? Hey, let's do it, baby. All right. got Robert Johnson joining us next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win. 
giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. Duck Insider from IMG. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place, and then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit FinishYourDiploma.org. That's FinishYourDiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union, and Robert Johnson, head coach, Oregon Track and Field, is here with us. All right, coach, it's been a little bit since we had you on, and I was actually joking earlier that I, I need to tell you you're actually still the guest picker with the best record in the history of duck insider I, I don't know if that's a uh, I don't know if that's a title that is ever going to go away from from your name because you were perfect six for six a couple years ago with guest picks so yeah, I don't know what it was that day uh, maybe I should have bought a lottery ticket or something <laughs> that's right so at the end of this I, I might have to ask you for one guest pick if you're up for it no problem all right let's talk about the season a little bit so far for cross country uh you know a, a team that's got some new faces but uh, it's hard to replace one in edward cheserick but it seems like you guys have, have done a nice job to put together another great team and i don't think anybody around oregon's surprised to hear me say that yeah i was gonna say that guy uh, edward cheserick is definitely something special and uh he's meant a lot to our program and good to see him still here and around and training in the area um, he got picked up by Skechers, uh, which is, is, is great for, for, for him. And, um, you know, finishing up his degree. So uh, he'll be done with that by the uh, end of spring. Um, so uh, all good things, uh, Edward Cheserit. It's pretty important to be able to get the degree, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I was going to say the reason why we, we do these things is um, one of the reasons I, or one of the things I tell the recruits when I go in the house is, or the parents, that uh, I mean, we're going to make sure that uh, your son or daughter runs really well and runs fast and graduates. Um, that's the promise that, that I make to them. And so much for the most part, I, I've been spot on. How about for the team so far this year? Live it up to your expectations? 
Well, um, of course, on the on the women's side, we're young. Uh, we have a, a small group there. On the men's side, we're we're young as well. We got some bumps and bruises on, on both uh, genders there, mm-hmm. but. Um, a lot of the new faces are, are doing well. We have some transfers that are, are, are doing uh, fairly fairly decent. And so we're excited about the uh, upcoming championships. You know, everything is uh, a high-level practice uh, up until uh, this point, um, working out all the kinks, trying to get it together, trying to get that spread between um, uh, the, the first runner and the fifth runner to be as small as possible. Right. So that way you get all your points there in bunches. Uh, um, and so I, I think our, our coaches, Andy and Marisa, have, have done a, a good job and preparing the kids for this upcoming push for the uh, national championships in Louisville. Pac-12s on the home course. And I was going to ask you, too, about, you know, you got a chance to take a peek at that championship course with the pre-nationals. How much of an advantage is that to, to just get a look at a course? Is there really much of an advantage? It's probably 50-50. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of teams, a lot of uh, clubs in uh, the league uh, came and watched uh, the Pac-12 or competed in the Dillinger meet here at the Pac-12s. And uh, probably not as good as we wanted it because we were scheduled to host the one other there but it was um, canceled because of the smoke and all all of the stuff that was going on uh, early in the fall so um asking to answer your question how much of an advantage it is it's it's 50 50 um no uh depends on who you talk to um it's cross country it's 6k and it's 8k and you go out there and run the course there's no real dramatic uh, downhills or uphills it's just pretty much go out there and grit and grind and uh, we've been blessed with some really good weather here this week, and hopefully that continues through uh, out the weekend on Friday and Saturday for our men on the gridiron. And uh, we'll be good to go because the uh, course will kind of firm up a little bit, so that way it'll, it'll be kind of fast, unlike uh, sometimes when we've hosted here, uh, probably back in 8 or 12, I don't want to say, one of those two years. Uh, we ho- Last time we hosted cross-country uh, Pac-12s and – it was raining, raining the buckets yeah. uh, during that one. And I remember course, that. The uh, course gets soggy and it kind of slows down. And But uh, it's cross country. They they expect that. They like that. That's what makes it exciting and interesting. All the all the sports has a little nuances that make them unique and why they're different. He's Robert Johnson, the man in charge, Oregon track and field, Oregon cross country. Pac-12s, first race, 11 a.m., home course. You're out at Springfield Golf Course. Uh, I asked you a little bit about kind of having the advantage, but it's got to still just be nice to be at home, right? Yeah. And that's kind of a pretty cool thing to be able to host the Pac-12s. Yeah, you never, ever get um, used to that. Well, maybe not used to that. You ne- That never gets old. Sure. So it's one of those things to where we'll go out there and we'll take advantage of it, and um, we'll have the Hayward Field faithful uh, out there, hopefully bring it to, to Springfield Country Club. We always talk about that Hayward Field magic that travels along with us wherever we go because we have so much support with all the tradition and heritage uh, from, from our program. And so to be able to put this thing on here at, at Springfield, uh, there at the Country Coast, the guy there, um, the head pro, Nick Sherman, has been uh, absolutely phenomenal in helping us and making sure that we have everything we need. Got a whole host of people, you know. Oftentimes we put on these events and you see me or our coaching staff out there, but there's a whole host of people that deserve a, a lot of credit for making this thing go smoothly and uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't have done this thing without them. So um, the kids are ready. Uh, we have a, a team dinner on, on Thursday night. Um, had a, a staff meeting uh, earlier this week. Talked about all the little ins and outs and mm-hmm. strategies and, and focuses and, and, and things like that. And of course, uh, all that'll go out of the window when the gun goes goes off. Uh, because of course, um, you have to get out there and race. Yeah, how much are you adjusting mid-race, I guess, is maybe an interesting question to ask. Believe it or not, uh, you'd be surprised. Because in this one, you have um, 
what is it, 20, 20 some odd minutes on both the men's and, and women's side. Uh, so uh, low 20 minutes on the women's side and then probably 23, 24, 23 if you're really, really good, Edward yeah. Chisery good, um, <laughs> and 24, 25 uh, for, for the rest of, rest of the gang there. So um, when you're out there that long, there's definitely uh, lots of uh, adjustments to go on, um, especially when you get out there and maybe get – uh, a little too excited and right. go through that first mile a little too fast and then uh, know that you got a few more to, to go. You have to be able to put your head down and buckle down and find your teammates. There's always good comfort and solace in uh, finding your teammates around because you run and practice with them every day. Um, and then at some point during the uh, race there, you'll feel good or you'll feel bad, and you'll either, if you're feeling bad, you'll try to struggle and hold on and don't let anybody pass you in the last uh, last straightaway. And if you're feeling good, you'll go with a K out. All right. Robert Johnson, Oregon Track and Field head coach. Cross-country Pac-12 championships are coming up. Uh, what's the training regimen heading up to a meet like this and a big one? And, and maybe, you know, I'm kind of curious. You mentioned the team dinner on Thursday. Mm -hmm. What's the team dinner? What do you want? What do you want the athletes to eat before a big one like this? Uh, I'm sure we're going to do something uh, carb and protein right. uh, fueled um, there, but uh, not anything out of out of the norm. If we were somewhere else, we'd go to some restaurant and cater a, a meal there. Uh -huh. Pasta, and chicken, pasta, chicken. Right. Um, you have some kind of marinara sauce. You'll have some type of. Um, some of course you'll have chicken or uh beef so okay. um and then for those uh i guess one of those uh gmos and uh gluten-free there right. would be some of them options there for <laughs> for some of our kids as well that deal with some of those uh, those issues but try to give them everything that they need to prepare and put them in a position to be successful so um once again we as coaches aren't doing that. That's somebody else that's handling and doing those things. So once again, uh, you see how vital that the support staff is and to contributing to our success. How big of a deal is it that this is going to be live on the Pac-12 networks too? Huge deal. Huge deal. And once again, uh, just like uh, us in uh, outdoor track, uh, first time ever. Uh, that's the, I feel like anytime you say things like that with such a historic and uh, storied program, traditional program, um, and to be able to do something that this hasn't been done in, in our league ever uh, is definitely special. So um, for the Pac-12 to uh, step up and get this done and do it live um, is definitely a feather in their cap. Got to be cool for, I, I mean, I'm imagining for recruiting purposes too. You know, it's probably big to, to kind of say like, hey, look, this is a big deal here, isn't it? Hey, tune in. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Robert Johnson, Oregon track and field head coach, cross-country head coach here with us. Teams that you're watching out for, what's, what's the competition like Ooh, heading into um, this one? I guess you can never, ever count out because they've won so many of these as Colorado on the men and probably as well as Colorado on the uh, women's side. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, the Stanfords, both men and women, and then you have the Ducks, and then you have uh, Washington uh, will probably be a, a player in there. And those are probably the three or four teams that um, have a, a legitimate shot at going out there and and putting together a top three uh, finish there. And then, of course, there's other teams there, but probably not quite as loaded and not quite as deep uh, because they have good one, two, three runners, but uh, nobody really has the, the whole five or, or six there or seven, maybe seven, um, that you need to – overcome some of the ebbs and flows in, in cross country if somebody's having an off day you know that sixth and seventh run becomes really really important and of course that this one we get to run 10 so that that'll be huge uh, as well and it'll be a smaller a smaller field like in most of these meets like in the dillinger there was over a um, hundred and some odd competitors yeah. there um and in this one it won't be quite uh, quite as big um because of course uh you have the only 12 schools there 
and so they're only going to enter so many athletes 10 and so the field will be smaller which makes the um, meet a lot harder to to score um, like I think we tend to do better at some of the larger meets like we'll do real regionals we'll do real at the hopefully at the uh, NCAA meets like we did at pre-nationals when we went there we get a chance to see these large fields and get the kids to accustomed to running with so many people uh, around them when you have a field of 200 uh, that sometimes looks uh, like chaos there right so um, to have uh, this here is definitely a, a small a smaller field and so you'll be able to find uh, your teammates a lot easier which is nice always <laughs> nice and you'll be at home right how good is Katie Rainsberger really good really good um, her, her mom Lisa was a phenomenal uh, runner as well and did some uh, big things there in the Chicago Marathon uh, years years ago and Katie is kind of maybe not following her footsteps because that's such a, a long distance but um, right now she's everything we expected and more and uh, more so she's just a, a good all around around kid and pleasant to be around always got a smile on her face um, and that's that's I shouldn't say rare but rare it is, it, yeah. and sometimes it definitely is, especially in a high-stress environment. Well, you had King Chess. Is it fair to say she's Queen Rain? <laughs> uh, probably let's not go there yet. All right. Uh, that, that, that Chess guy, he, he, he's special. All right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, the the long season. I mean, I always talk about with you in the past that you got cross-country, then all of a sudden it's indoor season, then all of a sudden it's outdoor season. You guys just announced – the last week, your indoor and outdoor schedule, a few home meets for outdoors you're looking forward to, huh? Yeah, I'm really excited about those as well because uh, we missed uh, being here in front of our Hayward Faithful because of uh, some quote-unquote supposedly um, construction that we had planned on happening. And then there at the last minute, uh, it was told that it wasn't going to happen. And so by then, it was almost impossible to try to get some teams to come in or at least any teams that would be representative of what the fans are, are used to seeing. So uh, we forego or we did not have any meets um, this past year. And so for us to know ahead of time that we could possibly put together a, a couple of meets, a few meets there, um, this uh, this year is definitely uh, fortunate and be good for our kids to, to be back in front of the Haywood Field because they missed that last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I could talk with you for hours, as, as you know. Um, I want to ask you just real quick with – the Pac-12 Championships again, Friday. All the details, com. First race at 11 a.m. out there at Springfield Country Club. What are your keys for your team? I mean, what, what maybe what's the big focus to have a successful race on the men and the women's yeah, side? Yeah, just like I said on both both sides there, um, to keep those spreads as small as possible, to uh, look around and, and find your teammates and move together as, as a team. I like that'll that'll be huge and it, it'll be it'll be really close uh, for the first half of, of the race and then you'll see there on the back end uh, teams usually try to make a, a move somewhere depending on who it is or what it is or the strength of your team you know anywhere from three three k out you'll start to see some teams really make a push to to get up there uh, because you got to understand at that point in the race everybody is hurting right and you know it really the cream of the crop really starts to rise to the top when you get in there with only three minutes to go or as we say a k to go uh for the uh, men and the women and men probably more like two two thirty two forty five um but Anywhere, anywhere from the the last three minutes uh, of the race, you're in the home stretch, and so you just got to gut it out and and, and sprint uh, for for three more minutes. And I think in this meet, because it's so close between uh, those three or four teams that are, that I talked about, that is going to pretty much set it up and see where you are. Because once again, like I said, everybody is hurting at that point in time in in the race. Well, good luck. Thanks for taking the time to to come on and chat with us. Always. If can I get you? 
to, to pick one sure. before I let you go? All right. How about Washington State, Arizona? For those of you that don't remember, we, we used to do guest pickers frequently. <laughs> so Robert Johnson is still the, the best guest picker in terms of standings we've ever had. Washington State, Arizona, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Washington State. All right. Washington I'm just going to assume that is at Arizona. It is at Arizona. Yeah. Still going with the Cougs. He's going with the Cougs. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, the coin actually did better than all of us last week. And so <laughs> that's why I, I thought of it when I thought, Robert Johnson's going to be on today. i got to ask you for one. You hey. know, and here I'm going to go one more and look right. at this uh, SC and Arizona, the state game. Okay. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like Arizona State is the surprise of the, uh, of the conference so far this year. And it's at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that they're going to win. I'm going to say uh, Sam Darnold has a bounce-back game uh, from the horrible display of uh, Notre Dame and comes back and leads the Trojan to a, a victory there over Arizona State. All right. This guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> you did your research. And I didn't even warn I got to tell you, I didn't even warn him that I was going to ask him to do this, and he's he's ready to go. Robert Johnson. Uh, hey, it's the sports. Sports, this is sports. great. Thanks for taking the hey, time. My man. I always appreciate it. Good luck out there. Friday, Pac-12 championships. You can watch them live on the Pac-12 networks and head out to Springfield Country Club and hopefully watch Ducks bring home a couple titles. Hey, um, maybe this is uh, out of the box here, but um, maybe we should uh, one time get on here and field a bunch of questions. Can uh, do. Love, love to field some questions from, uh, I don't know if it's the Internet or from listeners or, or whatever it is. All or maybe of the above. Uh, <laughs> the questions and maybe ask some hard questions and get a, a good look of uh, not necessarily any it has to be specifically track and field but just all things uh, Oregon all things uh, Robert Johnson all things Joy Mack and uh, listen to us uh, have at it and give you some insight uh, no no uh, fake news is, like is a big keyword uh, <laughs> that's floating around here so we can give you the, the cold hard uh, honest truth of uh, all things Ducks hey a coach that's willing to take questions from anybody on any topic how can you not like that when's your schedule open hey um (laughs) outside of this week um we'll free up a little bit and so all of next week is pretty much just uh training with our our kids and we usually start around two o'clock uh for the group that i i deal with and i work with um so anytime before then it'd be great let's kick off a show then next week all right hey more coming to a duck insider near you robert johnson thanks get your questions ready all right we're gonna get a break come back here from mario cristobal he's the offensive coordinator for the run game and i gotta coordinate with robert johnson now we'll be back after this on the oregon img sports network like any winning team it takes every part of emc insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents policyholders and employees can count on emc and they do They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. Oregon's Bottle Deposit and Return System. Since 1971, it's been a big victory for Oregon, keeping containers from littering our landscape. And we're big winners again with Bottle Drop where it's easier than ever to return your bottles and cans. Bottle drop centers are springing up across the state, run by an industry cooperative dedicated to reducing litter, recycling materials, helping nonprofits, and creating jobs. Enjoy your beverage and bottle drop your empties. We'll pick them up. Locate a bottle drop near you by visiting bottledropcenters.com. You're listening to Duck Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
Adopt US Kids presents multiple choice parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Movies like Contagion are fiction, but disease outbreaks can and do happen. Early detection allows public health officials at the state, local, and federal levels to manage and reduce the spread and impact of a contagious disease. CDC stands ready to respond. Our scientists work 24-7 to address current and potential health threats. For more information about CDC's work or how you can stay healthy, visit www.cdc.gov. Joey Mack, welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Great conversation with Robert Johnson. How about that? Yeah, Wednesday, maybe Thursday next week. Uh, he's going to join me for the start of a show. We'll do the, the Robert Johnson hour, if you will, and take questions. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's He's always a fun guy to talk with. I always enjoy catching up with Robert Johnson. Today's show brought to you by Oregon Lottery, a proud sponsor of the Ducks since 1995. The Lottery has contributed nearly $7 billion to help fund Oregon's public education system, fueling a future for Oregon students. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Uh, I did see a question earlier talking uh, a little bit of football before Robert Johnson joined us, and I actually already see a couple questions uh, coming in for our uh, show with with Coach Johnson next week coming up. Uh, about uh, the indoor facility. Hmm, see, maybe there's going to be an indoor facility in Oregon's future. You never know. Uh, I see Devin. Uh, rumors are saying Herbert may play Saturday. Any insight? Well, I can tell you that uh, he has been throwing at practice, been working his way back and drinking his milk, as they say. But in terms of if he's able to go, I can tell you that it's going to be a completely objective decision on if he is ready and able to go, and that will be the medical staff that will make that determination. And everybody drinks some milk for him, too. I think that uh, – <laughs> He definitely is trying his best to work his way back uh, when he decides to go, or when I should say the training staff allows him to go. I think that remains to be seen. We're live here at the Duckster. We're purchasing support the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Oregon. we got Mario Cristobal, the Oregon co-offensive coordinator. He talked with the media earlier today about all things Oregon and the offensive line depth in particular. Remember, the UCLA game, started with Jake Capra at right guard. Then Calvin Throckmorton moved in from right tackle to right guard, and Brady Aiello, who's been the backup left tackle, ended up as the right tackle. Today at practice, it was Crosby, Lemieux, Hanson, Throckmorton, Aiello to start things off, and that was the group. So the Ducks have got some versatility and some depth that they can utilize, and it was certainly on display. Mario Cristobal, co-offensive coordinator, talked with the media about that and more this morning. There's signs of improvement. You know, Jake Capra went in there and, and played extensively for the first time all year. Hung in there. You know, a guy that's going to be a really good player, still learning and finding his way through. Uh, thought Brady Yellow went in and did a great job. Did a great job, and Throckmorton played some at guard, which also, um, you know, gave us gave us some pretty good movement inside a bigger body. So, uh, you know, all in all, guys are working hard, and we're still kind of on the upswing. So, proud of those guys. Were you preparing to, to do that switch from, from Throckmorton down to guard, or was that kind of an in-game? It was, 
Let's do this. Yeah, you know, we've been preparing all those guys to be able to move inside and out. Obviously, the previous week we had a couple of injuries that put us in a pickle. Um, you know, guys have to, we have to have three, four centers ready to roll as well. So guys have been playing multiple positions during practice, and it paid off, you know, in the game, being able to put them in there and, and not really skip a beat in terms of the mental part of the game. How did you think Rock Martin did a guard? I did good. He did good. You know, at the end of the game, uh, he might have had one slip up here or there, but overall got a lot of power inside. He's a large guy, big body. He's got a lot of power, uh, created some movement at the point of attack. He's able to work those big three techniques and do a good job creating movement at the line of scrimmage. So he did a really good job. He's a versatile player. You know, I, uh, he could hop in at center and do that if he, if he really needed to. So he's a, he's a very valuable guy, tremendous if, player. If Jake couldn't go, would you anticipate starting what you guys did last week with Kappa or starting with ALO in there and moving Throckmorton in? If Jake Pisarczyk yeah, couldn't go, couldn't you know, we're going to let it play out during the week. Uh, it's, it's only fair to them that they get a shot. I mean, Jake Kappa did some really good things mm -hmm. for a young guy. And at the same time, Throck gave us an added bonus of a big body in there. So um, it's going to be, we're going to let it play out during the week, let them compete, and by Thursday we'll have a pretty good idea how we're going to go. What are you seeing from Utah's defensive front? Large, powerful guys. Uh, they stack you up at the line of scrimmage, clog up the gaps, very explosive. Downhill linebackers, active secondary. Uh, they know exactly what they want to do. I mean, they are very uh, fundamentally sound, well-coached defense, and it shows statistically they've done a great job all year. What you guys ask Justin to do as he's healing up as far as leadership or helping out? With yeah, and you know, he takes that upon himself. He's a smart guy. Tremendous leadership. He coaches the younger guys. He's always involved in every meeting, all the film sessions that we have, um, So, which is part of his growth too now. You know, he's only a sophomore. He's got a lot of growing to do as well. So uh, we always tell the guys that get hurt, you'll never have this time again. You'll never have time to sit back, assess yourself, and take a deep dive into things you got to do better. And Justin has been doing that not only with himself but with the younger players. This summer, this summer and this season, you said football's easy, but people are hard. Is that more important right now with a three-game losing streak? I know you want to be correct schematically, but just keeping guys' confidence up and engaged right now? Always building. It's got to be, I mean, let's call it what it is. This football thing is, you know, my cosm of life, right? I mean, it's it shows you the highs and lows, how you have to deal with it. And you really have to continue to teach and exhibit positivity, right? That's your role as a coach. And the thing is, you know, you can't base it on, um, on something that's not really there. It can't be a false hope. When you watch our game, and I'm sure Coach Taggart had pointed out earlier, there's so many opportunities that we didn't take advantage of and then some that we did. And so there's enough on film that highlights and makes everyone aware that, hey, take the next step, all of us. As coaches, players, let's execute this exactly like we want to do it, and the results are going to be double and triple of what we got on Saturday. So um, these guys have a great attitude. They understand where we are, where we have to get to, and it's all about working hard and keep going forward. With Royce becoming the all-time leading rusher here, I mean, how, how rewarding is that as, as the the O-line coach and, and being the guy in charge of the run game? I mean, you're only here for the first year, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm happy for him. You know, happy for him. I think anytime your players, you know, break records, do great things, experience uh, big victories, go to bowl games, get major awards, it's awesome. I've been fortunate. You know, I've been at some places where it's, you know, year after year, that's part of the culture, and it's great to see that's part of the culture here. Um, we expect that to be elevated even more. So for him, for the guys that have blocked from over the years, the guys that have been around them, super happy for those guys. Well-deserved. Heard, heard a lot about Throckmorton and how he's one of the smarter guys on that offensive he line. You show him one play, he'll remember he it. He is. The guy's doing – what was he doing on Friday morning? What the, He had an exam um, where they were working on a, an actual – 
I mean, they were, I don't know, he's going to be a sports medicine guy, so they're working on a body or something like that over there. So he could tell you top to bottom, the human anatomy, you know, how your rotator cuff works and all that other stuff. So, yeah, he's one of those uh, menses, you know. He's a, he's a pretty special guy. Is he one of the smarter guys you've coached? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I hate to get in a scrabble contest with him. He's, he's good. <laughs> He's really good. Sorry if you already asked this. I'm not going to challenge him in Jeopardy either. So, Apologize if you already asked this, but how do you think that Aiello did coming in off the bench? He did a good job. He really did. We knew that uh, they had a couple really talented pass rushers, some edge guys, and he's been working at it all year. Remember, when you got to work both sides, it seems easy because conceptually they are, but always switching from a right to a left side requires some work. He's invested a lot of time in it. He, was, he did a hell of a job. He really did. I'm proud of him. Um, it helps us get a lot better, and uh, we, you could expect them to play a lot more in, in the coming games. That's Mario Cristobal, co-offensive coordinator for the run game and the offensive line for the Ducks. Now we switch gears. We got Matt Ulmer, head coach of Oregon Volleyball. Normally I'd shake your hand, but you're a little under the weather, coach. Yeah, I am. Man, you're, you're hanging in there, though. You're hanging yeah. tough. It's what five setters do to me. That's yeah. uh, You know, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. You've had a few of those lately. A couple. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that coming up. Uh, get a thing. Get into the Arizona schools this past weekend, and what's coming up? Good weekend, though? Good weekend. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. We're going to do our best to get Matt Ulmer through our next interview. Oh, we got, oh come on. <laughs> we got this. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Have you ever wanted your own branded T-shirts? Well, look no further than Enthusiast Media Group, the preferred promotions provider for your Oregon Ducks. With over 1 million items to choose from, EMG is the premier source for branded apparel and other swag items. Whatever you need, maybe business uniforms, club team apparel, school merchandise, or even corporate gifts, EMG has you covered. Use the offer code EMGPROMO to get $50 off your first order. Find us online at EMGPROMO.com. That's EMGPROMO.com. Enthusiast Media Group, bring your brand to life. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win, giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. On the Oregon IMG Sports Network. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
We welcome you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack, Matt Ulmer, head coach, Oregon Volleyball, here with us. Coming off a successful weekend, although the coach got sick. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. It happens. Did your kids get you sick, or did yeah, the players get you sick? Okay, it was the kids. Sure. All right, yeah. that's that's how it needed to be. Arizona schools this past weekend, uh, another five-setter. Rallied to beat Arizona in five. Yeah. Can I ask you what was your uh, what was going through your mind in set one, and then what was going through your mind in set four, and then at the end of the match? Uh, set, <laughs> I was I was really excited for this weekend, this yeah. past weekend, because um, we had Joe Lee back, yep. and um, it wasn't the lineup that um, we started the season with, or the lineup I thought we maybe would be in. But um, Taylor August had been doing so well on the left. Um, I wanted to continue that momentum there with her, and I thought maybe um, by minimizing Jolie's role, um, we could kind of just get her in, get her feet wet, you know, get sure. some of the rust off and without having to just use her all the way through. Um, and it, it went okay in the first set, and we were able to win, um, and then we weren't. <laughs> so um, two and three, yeah, I mean, it was just – it felt like it, we didn't get comfortable. It was just a lot of movement, a lot of change. Um, and so – and Arizona played really well. They served and passed great. Um, so, you know, we're starting the fourth or I'm halfway through the third. I'm thinking to myself, okay, this isn't, this isn't going to work. You know, I gotta, I gotta go for something. So I'm like, well, we'll just switch it back and uh, play to win. So, um, play to win win. the game. Thank you, Herm. Uh, and so I put, you know, put Jolie back on the left and Taylor back on the right. Um, and the team responded and we won 25, nine, I think. And we played great. And uh, Arizona really didn't have an answer for that lineup once we kept going. Uh, and then in the fifth, I just thought we, we played steady the same as we did in the fourth, and we won that one. Um, we played fairly well, and then we carried that over to Arizona State, and so we hadn't dropped a set with this lineup. So, um, and th- again, this is the lineup that we beat Cal Poly with in Wichita State and Oregon State, so, you know, before Julie got hurt. So, um, I think it probably is our best lineup. So we just have to keep getting better. See, and I was going to bring that up. I'm glad that you said that because I was going back and looking at your guys' sets, and it, it, you guys have not lost very many sets with this lineup. Period. No, I mean, and, that, yeah. and that's where. Okay, so for fans that are, that are observing and they see Jolie come back in, and then the lineup changes. I mean, we've talked about that. So for for the simpleman's volleyballer, if you will, mm-hmm. what, what changes and what's working so well with this lineup? With the lineup that we have yeah. right now? Well, I just, you know, when you are able to put Ronica back in the middle, she's she's one of the best middle blockers in the country. So she yeah. just um, she's able to put so much pressure on the other side with her presence in the middle. Um, and so I think that really changes the game. She had 10 blocks against Arizona. So, um, you know, that's really impressive. Um, and then Taylor August being able to put her back on the right side really spreads the floor. Um, so when we had her on the left side, everybody knew the ball was going to go to her. They can key their defense on her and slow her down a little bit. And Arizona had a good game plan. And um, we asked Taylor to do a lot of different things and serve receive. Um, and so she just, you know, she, she was still good. But it, she would have to score 40 points in that position the way we were playing for, right. for us to win. And that's just asking a lot. So, um, and then Jolie is really talented on the left. Um, but again, like I said, I didn't put her in there cause I was hoping that we could, you know, buy her some time and we just weren't able to, and we needed to win that match. Um, and so I'm happy it worked out the way it did, but it really just makes us more well-rounded, more dangerous, puts people back in their comfort zone and, and really our, gives our setters a lot more freedom to run the show. So, I'm, and I, I got to think that it makes you guys tougher to scout now. Doesn't definitely. It? Yeah. I mean, you can't key on anyone. Yeah. And I mean, right now the person who's probably struggling the most is Lindsey Vanderweide on offense. And if that's all American, if that's our problem, then that's a good problem. Then we're going to keep working on it. But um, I think, yeah, I mean, that's that's really where we're at. So um, it's it's exciting. Um, happy to have Julie back, and she looks really good to me. Um, she looks very healthy. Um, and so again, I'm trying to be smart in practice and and minimize some of those reps and and keep her safe, um, along with everybody else. But um, 
so I, I think we're on an upward trend like I talked about. So I, I was excited to see how we'd play, and uh, I felt really good after the weekend just with the lineup and where we were going. So now it's time for everybody to get settled in, and, and let's keep improving. One of the players doesn't always necessarily get the headlines is Samit Gill, and mm-hmm. she had a pretty strong performance awesome. in that sweep against Arizona State. Yeah, she just gets better every day. And to me, she's one of those players where at the end of the year she can really be a dominant force for us, and she was our best offensive weapon. Um, on Saturday. So the the things that she does um, offensively are really tough to stop. And so her connection with the set is just getting better and she's gaining confidence each and every day and strength. And um, it's just fun to see her grow. So Hosting Utah, Colorado yeah. this week. Yeah. We're starting to get to the point in the year where you see teams again. Mm-hmm. We're, we're there. Yep, now. We're here. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? And, and I ask that in part because you always hear in, in sports, it's really hard to beat a team twice. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah, because I think people adjust to what you do. I mean, at least for us, um, the only team is Oregon State that's seen us in conference with this lineup. Yep. So um, we will see teams a second time minus Jolie, but everybody, you know, never, nobody's played against us. Good point. So it's kind of like we're doing it all over again for us. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of changes, um, and we've just shuffled around so much that I don't think we've been able to get comfortable yet. Um, so I, that's what I'm looking forward to now, and I'm happy we get to be home against a lot of the better teams this round. Um, you guys did have a rough road schedule to open things. Oh, yeah, brutal. But, I mean, it's it's okay. You know, we and we made it through a lot of adversity on the road and did fine. You know, um, there were some matches we for sure would have liked to have won, but we could have lost a few of those too. And so I thought we were tough. We're 4-1 and one in f- the five-set matches, so that's that's exciting for us, and that's a good sign. And we're 10-1 and one at home. So um, we're really happy to be home. Our fans have been amazing. Um, we've had great crowds and great energy, and a lot of the um, – the opposing coaches come up to me and just said what a great environment it is right now to come to our gym. And, and I love that, and our team really feeds off it. So um, we're excited for tomorrow night against Utah. They're a really good team, um, and it's one of our better quality wins, so we're seeing if we can. They're second in the conference. We're fourth. You know, this is a week where if we can pull out a couple wins, we'll be sitting in a really nice spot. So see what we can do. Well, and this is another top 15 matchup. I mean, yeah. you guys have one. I, th- I mean, I was looking. I, I, it's almost every weekend now you mm. guys have a top 15 matchup. Yeah, and it's top 10 in the RPI. Right. So we're number nines, nine and ten in the RPI so it should be another go and then the last time we played it was 21-19 in the fifth and was one of the better matches I've been a part of so it was exciting and uh, our team's looking forward to it. It's a 7 o'clock start for yeah. the Ducks and the Utes and you mentioned that thriller that you guys put together there's been a few of those this year yeah there have been we've alluded to uh, and for maybe for fans that that uh, don't remember that matchup very well I'm kind of curious now that you guys have this lineup back does that change how or maybe the better way to ask this question is how do you match up with them in general, and how does this lineup maybe change things any differently than what you said earlier? Yeah, I mean, we won that match on the strength of our right-side attack. Taylor August and Willow Johnson were unbelievable in that match. They almost hit 500 combined. Um, and so now we're able to put Taylor back over there again, so I, I think we can continue you to like be that. strong there and, and have Ronica run the slide. And, and I think Samit's much better than when we played them the first time around, and so I, I'm hoping that we can continue to, to grow there, and that's a tough matchup for them. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Jolie, they haven't seen Jolie. And, again, Jolie is one of our um, more aggressive attackers. And, mm-hmm. you know, she she can bail us out in a lot of situations. So, Lindsay had a really nice match against them last time. So, we'll see if she can step it back up Bounce and back. get going. Yeah. So, I think we're – they're a really good team. We love playing good teams. And we love playing them at home. So, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yeah, it's Utah week, by the way, because yep. Matt Olmer's team's got them on Wednesday. Kat Mertz's squad has them on Thursday. Right. And then Oregon football, of course, has them on Saturday. So, yeah. that's just the way it works out. It's Utah week here in Eugene for sure. Matt Ulmer. Or They're all coming to our place. So. That's, yeah, and that's, that's the right. way that – I wonder if they have shared plans. Uh, maybe. No. Volleyball, soccer might have. Maybe. Maybe. I don't volleyball, know. volleyball comes today. Okay. So I don't know if soccer – We'll see. 
Yeah. Now, Colorado, a little revenge potentially on Friday night at 7 o'clock. Yeah, we were um, – you know, Colorado played well at their place when we were there, but we were bad. Um, and I think so for us it left a bad taste in our mouth that match. So I think we're looking forward to – um, I don't know about revenge, but just showing them how much better we are than what we played and proving to ourselves. And, again, that's they're a top-20 team. I mean, they're very good, too. So it's just, um, yeah, it's definitely a match that we, we would have liked to have done better, and we're looking forward to getting another chance. Coach Olmer may not bring this up, but I will. They had a flight at about 5 a.m. the morning of that match to go from Utah to Colorado, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, it's not ideal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're, happy, we're happy to have a day. <laughs> We're happy to have a day in between this time and be at home in our own beds yeah. and go to class. And I think it, let me put it this way: it's going to make the matchup uh, a little bit more uh, fun. I think. For, I hope for so. Both sides. Yeah, I that's hope what so. I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Definitely. Uh, by the way, all seats only three bucks. For yeah, for tomorrow it's our Dig Pink cool. match too. So breast cancer awareness and. Um, yeah. saw the shirts that you guys uh, mm-hmm. have gotten. You yeah, they're sweet. Go purchase some to help support cancer prevention research for a good cause. Absolutely. Really good cause. Yeah, let's get a good crowd and, and let's raise some money. All right. He's Matt Ulmer, head coach, Oregon Volleyball Elbows. Bam. Good. Thanks. Uh, get healthy. Yeah. I'll yeah. say that to you instead of saying it to your team for once. It's nothing that a couple wins can't fix. That's, you know what I mean? that's so, true. Yeah. That is absolutely yeah, true. All right, 7 o'clock on Wednesday, 7 o'clock on Friday for Oregon Volleyball at Matthew Knight Arena this week. Matt Ulmer will be there. Uh, Cheering up a storm, as he always does. Let's do it. All right. Go Ducks. <laughs> Good luck out there. Thanks. We're going to get a break, come back, tell you about those men's basketball and women's basketball exhibitions that have been added to the schedule. Details on that coming up next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance Companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. This is Duck Insider from IMG, America's home for college sports. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted to IMG College, LLC, by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts of this game or show without the express written consent of IMG College and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG College and approved by the University of Oregon. Today's legal disclaimer brought to you by Corson and Johnson Law. In life is in sports. You have to enforce the rules to keep people safe. Learn more about how the law can help make our community safer with a visit to CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. Corson Johnson Law Firm, a proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. I'm Joey Mack, welcoming you back inside the Duck Store. And hey, Duck fans, Jackson's giving away the ultimate game day experience for four including VIP tickets to the Arizona game and much more. Enter to win every time you buy qualifying Mountain Dew products. Visit jacksons.com or see stores for details. I want to remind you that coming up on Thursday, we've got our Kellogg's ticket giveaway. Every home game, every Thursday, every week leading up to a home game, every Thursday, giving away some tickets thanks to our friends at Kellogg's. Also want to tell you about, I mentioned it at the start of the show, now all the details have been finalized. Duck basketball teams are going to play charity exhibition games this coming Saturday. They've been added to the schedule. They've announced that there will be a pair of games. The first will feature the Oregon women's team against Portland State at 9.30 a.m., followed by the men's team against Idaho at 11 a.m. So a couple exhibitions against teams that on paper Oregon should win against. And this is cool. It's all... The proceeds, that is, going to go towards relief to those affected by all the wildfires that impacted the state of Oregon this summer. So this will be the public's first opportunity to see both teams, and it's going to be Saturday leading up to the Oregon football game. Men's team coming off their first Final Four since 1939, and the women are returning the starting five that led the Ducks to the first Elite Eight appearance in school history. Admission to watch both exhibition games. Remember, it starts at 9.30. 9.30 in the morning on Saturday when the women will tip off. All of the money, again, is going to the American Red Cross Oregon Wildfire Fund. And it's a $10 donation. So admission to watch both exhibitions, the men and the women, is a $10 donation to the American Red Cross Oregon Wildfire Fund. Fans should either bring cash or write a check for their donation, as unfortunately credit cards will not be accepted on Saturday. Doors are going to open at 9 a.m., and all seating is general admission. So $10 donation, you can come in, you can sit right behind the bench. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. The money donated on Saturday will be directed to the regions that were damaged by fires all throughout the state of Oregon. And it's pretty cool. Dana Altman said, uh, quote, the NCAA has given us a unique opportunity to give back to our state. We are honored to be able to do that. We want to encourage those fans who are coming to Eugene for the football game to come early, watch basketball for a good cause. And that's head coach Dana Altman. Both games will feature four 10-minute quarters and a five-minute halftime. And the reason that the Ducks are setting it up that way is they're being mindful of that 2.45 p.m. kickoff for the Oregon football-Utah game. So timeouts are going to be shortened as well. They want to try and get both exhibitions over by 12.30. Make your way over to Autzen Stadium. I am looking forward to this. It's going to be a great Saturday. More details on that coming up tomorrow. And also tomorrow, Herbie Amanaka is going to join us. We'll talk to you then. 
I've got the water, energy bars, and camera. I think we're set for the hike. Almost. We need to protect our skin. Don't forget your wide-brimmed hat and sunscreen. All right. I've got the hat. I've got SPF 30. Will that work? Yeah. Anything 15 or higher is good. Just make sure it says broad spectrum. Great. Got it. I am not getting burned again. Let's go. Learn more at cdc.gov cancer. Alvin and the Chipmunks want to remind you to keep bacteria and food from making you ill with four simple steps. He should be a walk in the park. Clean. Wash hands and surfaces often. I'm waiting for the rinse cycle. Separate. Keep raw meats away from ready-to-eat foods. Yep. Cook. Make sure meat, poultry, and seafood is cooked to the right temperature. And chill. Refrigerate food promptly. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. Hi, I'm Kathy Rigby, and I love portraying Peter Pan on the stage. But there are many children who are facing the reality of life-threatening illnesses every day. Discovery Arts helps children undergoing cancer treatment step outside of their illness and into a world of imagination by bringing them music, dance, and arts adventures while they're in the hospital. For $15 a month, you can become a Discovery Arts partner and bring art adventures to a child facing the unimaginable. Visit discoveryarts.org today for more information. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You've been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.